0: Hello, and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil and Maple. And on this week's show, we'll be reviewing episode six of the latest series of Doctor Who. And that, of course, will be The Caretaker. But first, let's kick off with some news as usual. Now, um, unfortunately, we were sort of hoping we wouldn't have to come to this again, wouldn't we? uh, No. During the last few weeks. And uh, yes, uh, another lost to the world of Doctor Who. And this time it's Maggie Stables who portrayed Evelyn Smythe. In the Big Finish audio stories, uh, sadly passed away. A bit of a shock, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, just just as just as we've discovered her as the, as in the, in it as well.
0: Yes, because uh, she and, was a companion to the Sixth Doctor. Yeah, um, and now, as you just said, we sort of discovered Evelyn Smythe and Maggie Stables quite sort of late in the day, really. Unfortunately, far too late now, and. I mean, she was fantastic. What yeah. we've, we've only done two, haven't we? Let's let's be honest. We've really.
1: Done two, yeah. And yeah, she was by far the best thing. Yes, in both of them, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, Inclu- I-
1: including one that had Nick Courtney in it, and she even managed to outshine be... Nick Courtney. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. And That's actually the last big finish we did before this series of Doctor Who started. Who started. It? It, yeah. Yeah, so we've only covered, uh, was it The Spectre of Lanyon Moore and Project Twilight? Twilight, yeah. Yeah. Um, far and away, she was the best thing in both of them.
1: And she... I think we finished both of those reviews saying, yes, I really want to listen to some more of her as the companion.
0: Yeah, and, well, definitely have to. I know it sounds like, you know, <laughs> we're just saying that because, you know, she, she just passed away. But, no, we really do mean that. We really <laughs> I do. Think I, I, you know. I think
1: we did go on record We saying, did. On, on our reviews, um,
0: we did. Yeah, um, just. I mean, Colin yeah, Baker sure. um, paid tribute to, and he said, "Devastated to hear about dear Maggie Stables, lovely, generous, kind, wise lady, and her Evelyn was the definitive companion for old Sixie. Uh I, I can't disagree with that.
1: No, not at all. They just work so well as a pair.
0: I mean, I mean, we, I mean, we had looked to see what else before we called them because this is actually our second go at doing the news section isn't it because we have yeah. rec- we have recorded this on uh, Sunday yeah, and broke. yeah so we thought we'd, we would re-record this whole news section again actually because
1: um, to go to pass without being yeah. able to
0: yeah, exactly. say, um, but I didn't think it was right sir. to wait till next weekend and it, it didn't also seem right just to drop in and, like an, an extra bit in the middle or yeah. something was recorded two days ago. So, um, yeah, we just thought better to, to re, you know, redo the whole thing again. It just yeah. seemed the right thing to do. Uh, but unfortunately, we can't find anything else about her, can we? No,
1: it, we're just looking generally, and it, there doesn't seem to be much that hasn't been said in uh, Nick Briggs' message.
0: Yeah. It's a uh, passing. So, yeah, um, I mean on looking at the doctor who news um site it said she had some experience in musical theater uh then very to, much from theater yeah like. um uh, but then acted in a production of Jane Eyed with Nicholas Briggs and it was Nicholas Briggs who cast her as Ruthie in B finished his first doctor who play the Sorrows of time and then as even in the following year so uh yeah it's you know it, it appears that's all she's really done and well i mean she was a so, big 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 hit with the fans yeah Massive hit with the fans, and uh, I think it was it was good to have an older companion for the Doctor,
1: and certainly for for the Sixth Doctor. I think their their relationship worked so well because he wasn't the he couldn't it stopped him being the condescending Doctor to the young mm. companion.
0: Yeah, it was. I mean, it was it sort of had to be a completely different Doctor to say was with War Perry. Yeah, he seemed to bring out I don't know. He, I don't sort of, sort of disrespect to Nicola Bryant or uh, or Bonnie Langford either. Um, I just think she seemed to bring the best out of Colin Baker for what we've listened to. I must admit we've only listened to two stories, and the, you know there may be some ones that haven't worked quite so well. But the ones we've listened to, uh, the pair of them were were brilliant. Yeah, you know, they, totally. Yeah, so just sort of bounced off one another. Really, really good, and uh, and I think that when we. Sort of re- return to reviewing big finish again. I think I, you know. I know. I personally can't wait to get stuck into another evening smile story.
1: Yes, yeah. I think that's. I think that's going to probably be coming to people quite shortly.
0: Yes, I think so. I think so. Anyway, uh, on from that sort of rather sad news, uh, let's move on to some hopefully happier things. Uh, stats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stats. The uh, final ratings for Time Heist. It was six point nine nine million viewers,
1: so just failed to break the seven million we were talking about last week. And did they massage the figures to get it past seven million?
0: <laughs> yes, uh, I mean it's only just stopped short of seven million, and you know it, it's still pretty respectable, yeah. I think. Yeah, you know it was uh, uh, not going to
1: complain. It, it, it's on against ITV's top program of the of the week.
0: Yes, indeed. To be honest, so, I, think that's, I know that's after sort of you know the, the time shift. View, uh, uh, viewings have been sort of taken into consideration, but I, I sort of think that's pretty respectable, really. Yeah, yeah, totally. I really do. Considering I, I wasn't overly keen on it myself, um, and there did seem to be quite a few other people who weren't that that keen. And uh, I, I sort of kind of feel sort of indicated in my opinion. Oh no, it. no, they was wrong <laughs> as well. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Oh uh, dear! Now, as I say, I didn't. Two wrongs do not make a right. <laughs> uh, I think you're five they do. But no, it's no. I, it was. Um, it just wasn't really my cup of tea. I didn't dislike it; it just didn't really, you know, hook me like the others I've done so far. But oh well, who's <laughs> who's to know what, what our pins are going to be of the caretaker? So mm, yes. will it hook us again? Well, we shall find out later on. Now, talking of the caretaker, the overnight viewing figures were 4.89 million. Which, again, seems to be about average now, doesn't it? Yeah, that that seems to be what it's settled into. Yeah, indeed, indeed. It's Uh, not lost anything by being that bit later. No, it hasn't, it hasn't. Um, We were sort of wondering whether Strictly, uh, which was on before it, that had uh, 8.1 million viewers, whether that would sort of lead into some sort of higher overnights for Doctor Who. But it doesn't appear to have have done so. Um, I, I suspect... I
1: suspect being up against the X Factor is going is yeah.
0: to be costly for it. Well, I mean, you say that with the X Factor, is isn't quite the, the behemoth that it once was, because that only got 7.7 million. Yeah. Oh, oh totally. I mean, I'm, yeah, not I say, think... I'm, not,
1: I'm not saying that the X Factor is not is unbeatable in terms of <laughs> Saturday Night Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, it, it's just always going to be, that's what, Basically, ITV put all the effort into it, it seems. Well, indeed. <laughs> Rightly or wrongly.
0: Yes, wrongly in my opinion, actually. Yes. But uh, uh, Yeah, but <laughs> I was sort of hoping that, um, well, maybe what Doctor needs is the tumble effect. Yes. Maybe it does need tumble on before it. Does that mean a second series of tumble?
1: I suspect the problem with Strictly Come Dancing is the fact that's on for about two hours. There's a lot of people at that stage think, oh, I'll go and get my cup of tea now.
0: Yes, indeed. indeed.
1: <laughs> and go to the toilet. So it's like he probably just fails on the fact that... Fails. But suffers <laughs> under the fact that people have just been sitting there for two hours. Fails.
0: <laughs> I prefer the... F- fails. Definitely fails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we, if, if there's, there's ever a... A poster that we need to contribute <laughs> to every Doctor Who fails.
0: Fails. <laughs> Who's he? Podcast. Well, um, Ju, now Strictly's back on. I'm, you know, unfortunately, it's the end of Tumble Watch um, that we used to bring you every week. Just as just to prove to how uh, bad it was getting, so there won't be any Strictly Watch. I'm afraid. Um, no, there really won't, because Tumble was in a league of its own. I'm sorry, it really yeah. was. <laughs> Right now, um, as we've sort of had to re-record our news section uh, Lucky you, we've been able to to bring you the AI for the caretaker And that got a score of 83 this week
1: Yeah, which has been the highest for a couple of weeks, isn't it?
0: Yes, it has Uh, And it's still between, I mean, slap back in the middle of that 82 to 84 Which is, you know, it it doesn't seem to shift above that at the moment, does it? It's still respectable, I think Yeah, no, totally yeah,
1: interestingly, rated slightly higher with women than men.
0: Really? How do they work it's, that out? And hmm. I, I didn't know that was yet to sort of declare it's what, it's what it's sex it's you it's were. But
1: there well, I mean, you go. Um, and says it scored highest within the 16 to 54 age group. is there a lot that's just of a wide age group? <laughs> and scored highest within the living. I <laughs> think that is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, corpses not need a (laughs) player.
1: Yeah, they 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 did seem to drop off and lose interest. (laughs) The only advantage they had was they couldn't turn over to X
0: Factor. Yeah, exactly. Every cloud and all that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a quite a wide demographic they've got going. You sort of
1: think it'd be like you know sixteen to twenty five, you know whatever, but sixteen to fifty (laughs) four.
0: Hmm. Okay, okay. That's um well Elsa says um, in this little section that the Sunday repeat of the caretaker on BBC three got an overnight estimate of point two seven million viewers. Yeah. So, um that'll come into the consolidated figures uh next week, hopefully. So it's it's gone over five million, isn't anyway. It's gone over five million already, yeah. So <laughs> uh right, okay, now um before we move on to other things, uh last item of news, uh D V D news. Uh now, yeah. last week, yeah. Now, this, this,
1: this, this is bordering on being the other side of the
0: yes. We had, we, we had of, a, of Omega's
1: barrier, isn't
0: yes, it? Yes, indeed. We, we had a we had a pre-show discussion, didn't we? Whether this should go into Tac corner or not. Um, oh, I lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, especially after last week's uh, quite blatant rip off with the. Matt's uh, not the Matt Smith. The uh, David. <laughs> no. I'm ahead of myself. The David Tennant complete, <laughs> Give complete it a couple years. Of years. Yeah, uh, I've just given the game away there because now we've got if the uh, BBC Home Entertainment are going to be releasing the Matt Smith years or all the complete Matt Smith years, and this is only in uh, the United States. Yeah. Okay, and it's until a, about three years time, and right? we'll get it over here. Yes, yeah. just yeah. like with the David Tennant set. Yes, it's a limited edition Blu-ray gift set, apparently, and it'll be released in time for the holidays. I'm assuming that's the Thanksgiving holidays on November the 4th uh, this year. So there you go. So it includes uh, Doctor Who Proms 2013, uh, Day of the Doctor from Script to Screen, The Five-ish Doctor's Reboot, Doctor Who Ultimate Guide, uh, the two-part special, The Sarah Jane Adventures, Death of the Doctor, and a docudrama, an adventure in space and time. Doesn't seem yeah. too dissimilar to the special one they just released in the UK, does it? Those those special yeah. those extra bits included there. So well,
1: I mean, but it is, but it has got the other the three series, hasn't it? Five, six, and seven as well. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing there's nothing on it that you can't have picked up already via other. No, as you went along. No, exactly. So, yeah, this is. I mean, I suspect it's quite a nice thing if you haven't got any Matt Smith DVD stuff or Blu-ray stuff. Indeed, indeed. Um, but I'm not sure how many people that would actually want this haven't already got at
0: least some. Yeah, indeed. I don't know who this is actually appealing to, um, unless it's sort of the usual completists.
1: Someone who's just bought a Blu-ray player for the first
0: time. <laughs> I think so, yes, yes. Now, it's available to pre-order from Amazon right now, So, but that, as I said, it's available only in the United States, or North America, just call it North America, damn. Okay then, um, that's it for the news. But we do have time for a jaunt over to Omega's tat corner. You test me with trinkets. Now we've got three items of tat for you this week, and one of which, which we're going to save till last, it's probably the biggest and most expensive item of tat we've ever covered.
1: Right, so we're going to do the micro figure slaw
0: style. <laughs> Ah, Paul, you forgot... you. F- well, of course, we've got some more Doctor Who micro-figures uh, from character options, uh, which I think are basically Lego, not Lego. I think it's the best way to describe them. But these are rare Doctor Who micro-figures. Now, mm. what, what's what's rare about them, you were about to ask, weren't you, Paul? I was, yes. You <laughs> was, <of> yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> As if I cared. I know, but well, well, I know you do. Deep down, Paul, I know you really do care. Now, um... What the, these these are sort of for those of you who don't know what these micro figures are. Basically, it's like a lucky dip each time you buy one because you don't know what you're buying. They're in they're in a sealed bag, little silver bag, and then when you get them out, you could have a doctor, you could have a River Song, you could have a Simon, a Dalek, whatever. But when you go and buy, you might end up with the same thing again. I think the whole thing is you're supposed to swap with your friends, yes, which just seems like they're just getting you to spend money to get the one you're missing, really, and end up with like you know. Hundred of the same bloody figure, or something, but anyway, I digress. And it,
1: it does take the, the idea that you've got friends,
0: yes, indeed, indeed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, you're doing our, 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 our it's the fastest service. Come on,
1: no, I'm, I'm just trying to wonder what I'm going to do with these 102 Daleks. <laughs> <I'm>,
0: <laughs> I'll go and I'll buy them off you. <laughs> and now, um, these rare ones now. The reason they're rare because there are only a hundred of Clara Oswald in a bow cardigan. I've got no idea what that means. What, what's the? I don't know. Uh, Seventy-five of the length Doctor. With, it's
1: an East End cardigan. I don't maybe
0: think. it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Seventy-five of the length Doctor with handles. Uh, Seventy-five of the length Doctor as he was seen in, in the Crimson Horror. Where basically, means he with red face and the and the long johns. And the rarest of all, it says here, fifty of the wooden Cybermen and fifty. Of Captain Jack Harkness, yeah, okay. So, um, there's been a little um comment release from Character Options and by a guy by the name of Mark Hunt. I, <laughs> yes. I don't know if that's uh, <laughs> I'm not saying anything about that. You make your own jokes up <laughs> about that one. Um, he says at least yeah, they say went with Mark, <laughs> that's all we could say, yes, and not Mike <laughs> or Colin. Oh dear. Um anyway, um yeah, figure that one out, call it no mind. Um at just one he says at just one ninety nine, our Doctor Who character building display bricks are already highly collectible for fans. Well oh, that's debatable. Uh but we like to throw in a little extra excitement. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, here we go. By adding a number of super rare figures to each new series of figures. The new collection is far it's by far the coolest we've released. Again, we'll be the judge of that. Uh, with a wide variety of new collectibles and rarer-than-ever special figures, which would be a huge bonus for fans who are lucky enough to find them. A wide variety. Five is a wide variety. Righty, yes, <laughs> indeed. So, uh, all you little kiddies out there, they're £1.99 each. So, go and waste your pocket money on yes. buying the same thing over and over again. And hopefully, you can swap them with your friends, who hopefully haven't also bought the Same thing as you over and over again, yeah. yes. So, um, I think it's a, a big bloody rip off, myself, actually. What about you, Paul? I, you know, me, I don't I'm sitting on the fence here, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't care. <laughs> well, you care enough, Paul, because you bought this next item of tat to my attention, didn't you?
1: Oh, yeah, no, well, you know, this is this is this is, <laughs> this is, this is obviously quality tat. <laughs>
0: Would you like to introduce this one? Because this is the, this is actually a return to Forbidden Planet, which you haven't been to for a long time, actually.
1: No. well, we wasn't actually sure whether these were new or not. Mm. But when we first looked, when we first tried to record, when we first went to record this, they was they was on pre-order to yes. be to be in stock
0: um, on the thirtieth of September. September, yes. Which, which is and today. This is the day we recording. In our
1: world, yes. This is now today, and it still says stock on the way. <laughs> So for those of you who... They've either
0: sold out (laughs) pre-orders or they've been let down by their suppliers. (laughs) Um, Yes, these are Doctor Who resin bookends in the shape of the TARDIS. Um, After all that very long preamble we actually tell you what the bloody other things were we were talking about. (laughs) It doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't really. Yeah, basically it's uh, a pair of bookends and it looks like the TARDIS has landed right through the middle of your book collection. yes. If you've, if you've got, got
1: one book. One book,
0: yes, because otherwise it's just going to look bloody odd, is not it? So. Otherwise, yeah.
1: It looks like the TARDIS has, has failed in some cutting the TARDIS in half trick. Yes, exactly. Is <laughs> it the bottom of the TARDIS
0: to wriggle its toes or something? <laughs> I was going to say,
1: yeah, the, bottom, the bottom doors open. You can see a did in there, can't you, moving?
0: Yes, um, it looks like the, the TARDIS has sort of landed uh, through your book collection. It has a jaunty angle as well. Yes. Yes. Um, now, the accompanying blurb on the Forbidden Planet website says, uh, travel through time and space with Doctor Who and these TARDIS bookends. Looking for a place to keep your 500-year diary, River Song's journal and a copy of Summer Falls? Then look no further. These TARDIS bookends are just a thing. Made of resin and featuring a TARDIS warping through time and space, these are a must-have for any Doctor Who fan and or collector. Yes. <laughs> and or collector. A, yeah, or collector. Yes, not, not a Doctor Who fan, but a collector. A collector. Hmm. Okay. Now these are on sale uh, for the price of thirty six ninety nine, which sounds a lot of money actually for a, a set of bookends. Yes, but that's an eight percent. 8 percent saving. Yes, they're originally thirty nine ninety nine to begin with. Uh, they do have some rather odd percentages, don't Percentage they? Yeah. I no mean, one before was it sort of like save thirteen percent
1: yes, they just obviously they've just decided no, round numbers are for somebody else
0: they're for wimps, yes, these are for hardcore collectors who <laughs> have <laughs> got calculators <laughs> that is odd eight percent saving
1: i I think in future, Forbidden Planet should be shown to shown to show its workings on these percentage savings.
0: I think they should do, actually. I think that's only only um, open and fair, I think, actually. Write to them, Paul. Get writing.
1: <laughs> they're going to give odd little percentages, then show us how they work them out.
0: <laughs> well, you're the one that provides this podcast with legal advice, so get right into them. <laughs> you can try to remember the trade descriptions act or, or trading standards or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although, as we've proved before, my maths A-level is sorely misused. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, well, okay, as we said, we did save the best till last. Now, as I said, this is the most expensive and largest item of tech we have covered during all the time we've been doing Tech Corner. And this one was um, brought to us courtesy of Martin Havel from the Bad Wolf Podcast, who very kindly um, put this into our Facebook group. Yes. He didn't he didn't say how much he'd bid, though, did. he? No, he didn't. He didn't. Uh it actually might be him who's selling it. So <laughs> <laughs> it may well be this, yes. this is a cunning ploy. Martin Haver or so-called Inspector Blake as it's as the uh eBay handle has here. Um yes, now this is now I'm going to read the whole the whole thing out to you. It's Doctor Who Bristol VR bus as used in Planet of the Dead genuine film prop. Now, apparently this is one of the 3 Buses that were used, what was used in Planet of the Dead. Now he yeah. says, yeah, he says it's one of the um, uh, the other two were, were sort of uh, smashed up during filming, and this one was used in the opening sequence. And when the bus comes back through the wormhole, okay. Now you can buy it now for a whopping thirty five thousand pounds. Ooh, uh, you, you're going to sort of dip into the savings there, Paul.
1: Well, I mean. It- because he, he does start off originally saying, "I'm open to offers." The 100k asking price was just to get the listing live. <laughs> it's it's a question of that, that's already come down, hasn't it? I mean, indeed. I mean, I'm sure if Planet can tell us what the percentage saving is there, are. <laughs> it's going to be somewhere in the region of
0: 29 29 or something. 25.555 <laughs> recurring percent, yes. Yeah, um... I, just, I just
1: like the fact that I don't know quite who he, who he thinks he's he's selling this to, because obviously it, he's, he's selling it as a Doctor Who collectible
0: mm.
1: and whatever. Um, but you sort of then go into, mechanically, this bus is in very good condition, just in case there's somebody out there who just actually wants to start up a bus service. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's taxed and MOT, so it's ready to drive away. Yeah. Now, unfortunately... Um, has got an oil leak, though. It has got an oil but he can't post it to you. It's freak.
1: it's got some wearing the kingpins. <laughs> that's a bit...
0: That's Is always it really? Real. Wow. <laughs> Haven't
1: we all, though, when we get past
0: the get age of our age, yeah, so There's always a bit of wearing the kingpins, isn't it? <laughs> if you're lucky, anyway. <laughs> well, apparently this could be driven under a car licence under certain circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> that's It's a Hong Kong Fooey car. Like. <laughs> It actually says, if you're a bus operator, this is a huge earning potential. (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Um, Now, it says that, um, as I said, you you, you can't post it to you. It's free collection in person. I was a bloody hope It's free to collect it. But
1: I'm interested in returns. 14 days refund. buyer pays return (laughs) postage. i I just like to see him hit down to the post office. Yeah,
0: so you can collect it in person, but you can't return it in person. (laughs) Do you want me to put it on the scales? (laughs) So Second-class delivery, please. Does
1: it go as a long letter, or does it have to go as a large packet? I don't
0: know. <laughs> You're back to those kingpins again, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he says he, did, he picked this up in person from the Upper Boat Studios.
1: Yes. Uh, and, and, and the bus also comes with a bag of clothes and some umbrellas
0: that are on the top deck. Which he thinks were clothes that the location crew and the extras were wearing. So I think his next item will go is David Tennant's underpants, I think. <laughs> As seen by Georgia Moffat. <laughs> well, somewhere in the kingpins,
1: obviously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there are those rumours <laughs> that he is a rather well-endowed young man. Oh dear! As long
1: as there's not an oil leak in the steering box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god! Yeah, um, yeah. If if you want to see um, this, this, I mean, look, look at our Facebook group. Um, oh, you can't! It's a closed group. So join it if you want to know where it is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It's um, it's only yeah,
1: 21 days left.
0: There is. So as, and as we're recording this, as we're recording there's 13 people watching as well. Yes, so uh, you, you've got more than us listening. Yes, so you've got you've got a few days to, uh, to to look this one up if if you want to. But uh, oh dear, I don't think we can top that. So let's let's finish the news there, shall we? Yes. <laughs> okay, everybody. So uh, coming up next is our review of the caretaker. So for another week, then that was the news. Okay everybody, it's time to review episode 6, the halfway point of this series of Doctor Who And of course we're going to be discussing The Caretaker Hold on, there is just one more thing, we've got a newbie I'm the new Caretaker skullvox
1: Blitzer, one of the deadliest killing machines ever created
0: Are the kids safe?
1: No, nobody is safe
0: Okay then, Paul, uh, this time it's you to kick off Proceedings, isn't it?
1: It is, um, and I don't know uh, don't know what i made of this. Really? Um, okay. I mean, it was, it was an alright episode and everything, but mm. it just didn't necessarily engage me that much, I have to say. Prince, my, my, pretty pretty much like part. me
0: last week then, really.
1: Um, I mean, I didn't dislike it, I don't think there was much in there, but I disliked. Hmm. It's just the actual science fiction alien side of it was very much incidental to the story, wasn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, it's a lot more character-driven, isn't it, this one? It
1: is, it is just really Danny, Clara and the Doctor, isn't it? And yeah. And that's, that's basically it, and they could have, almost they would have been brave enough not to even bothered with the alien and would it have made any difference to my enjoyment of this episode or not? Probably not.
0: Hmm. Okay. Okay. What? Well, um. Well, as we I said, know, I, I did, I
1: was, going go on, on that, on then, if, you, if we are going to take that as as, as saying that's the episode, is them three? Mm. Then, yeah, I very much, I like their performance.
0: Oh yes, yes, you can. Um, I was going to say I thought the Tickly. the three leads were brilliant yeah. this week. Actually, I really did.
1: Particularly, for
0: the Doctor and Danny's interaction. Mm. What the one in the in the TARDIS. Yeah. I'm a soldier. But he, know, he's an officer. Just,
1: just any, any, anywhere. And just the fact that he gets... The, the whole P.E. P. joke
0: just kept Kept running. He laughed yeah, actually.
1: Yeah. yeah. And used that quite well, I thought. I mean, which actually I've probably, in the past, have moaned about running jokes for episodes,
0: but I actually quite like that one. Yeah. Because um, oh, they ju- changed it just enough each time. Yes, they did, yeah. They they didn't sort of labour it too much, really, did they? No. To be honest. Um... I was going to say, because I mean, after we made a comment, well, I made the comment rather at the end of last week's episode that I, I was slightly sort of uh, worried about this particular episode because it's been written by Gareth Roberts, who isn't my favourite writer for Doctor Who, i got to no. be honest. Uh, I particularly disliked his, his previous um, episode, which was uh, Closing Time. Uh, so I did sort of watch it. With a slight sense of apprehension, I've got to be honest, but I must admit I did rather enjoy this one.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, tackled, it
0: tackled what it wanted to tackle well. Yeah. I don't think you I don't I don't
1: think there's any the closing time I just felt was, was a was a very weak story that had a weak ending to it.
0: Well I think closing. Where they actually you, tried
1: just, to combine the
0: Yeah. It, it, was, it to, was that it was that sort of thing. Well, the the Doctor and and Craig worked in the Lodger, so let's repeat it. And that was the trouble. Yeah. They did repeat it almost verbatim in, in my mind, anyway. Uh, yeah. So, but I'm, I'm glad this time they didn't do any, do anything like that. I, I was, you know, I said sort I of just enjoyed it. I thought that the the interaction between uh, Danny the Doctor and Clara was was well written. I don't know how much of that. I was influenced by Stephen Moffat because he got the, uh, a co-authorship credit again this week, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if he had anything to to do with that or not, but I thought they sort of kept the the, the comedy side of things just to the right level without yeah. without getting silly, really. Uh, because the what you said about the, the the alien invasion or you know the what was it called the um, the Scovox Blitzer, whatever it was called. Yeah okay it was it was kept fleeting glimpses really wasn't it? you never you know you never really got a proper a proper look at it uh, which was
1: probably just as well from what you did see of it
0: yes, I mean, it was man in suit because uh, inside that was Jimmy v um who we last saw as Banner <laughs> less said about that the better
1: or, but... or I have heard it described as as an alien on a mobility scooter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or an alien that you'll see very, very soon on the other toy shelves for Christmas. Yes. Actually. You,
1: you did sort of get that idea to that, didn't you? That's where they was going with this one.
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh, but I think when it was used, I think it was used quite well. It was used as a, I suppose you could say like a credible threat, really. Um, yeah. Because, you know, it, it had proper, you know, he wasn't sort of trying to... Sort of displace you in time, like the Weeping Angels, for for argument's sake. It would just blast you to bits, as you saw it's to that. Just got to a that, big laser gun. Got a big laser gun, which you saw um, what what it did when it killed that uh, PCSO. Yes, at the, uh, you know, relatively near the beginning, um, which I okay, get. I mean,
1: that was which actually pretty... you started watching that and you're thinking, "Oh, is this why it's on at the later time?"
0: Exactly, I did begin because to of wonder. That. I mean, seeing like the, the charred remains of his hands dropped to oh, the floor, you know. So, I mean, if we're
1: now going to, while we're talking about the. We, do we want to come back to the, the police officer later or. um, as When we get to the talking about the ending scene yes, or do you want to yes. talk
0: about that now? Oh, well, that, that's the, as soon as we've raised it, let's talk about it now. Yeah. Let's talk about it now. The thing about that at the end was. Yeah. The interesting thing about that was,
1: I thought that was probably the first time. Previously, I'd been sort of wondering whether there was a case of the people that were saved were mm. teleported. Well, in, ter- in the case of the Clockwork Man, it didn't really matter whether he died or not. You suspect they could repair him. Yeah. Gretchen, you wonder whether they she was teleported out before she died. Yes. Yes. This is the first time when you suddenly had a thought of ah, this this person can't be just. Had been teleported out because of the the hand, mm. which I thought, oh, so that's interesting. So that blows that theory. Well,
0: you can, well, you can take this. Well, I think this has blown a lot of theories out of the water, really. And because, then,
1: actually, yeah. when I watched it again, yeah, I did wonder, was that actually his hand? I was about or to was say, was it one of the dummies? Yeah, there was a lot of dummies in there. You particularly see
0: one with the hand out, don't you? Yeah. So it may not be because when. He does shoot the PCSO. You seem to see like a, a like a, a light. Could you see the pieces from behind? Don't you? Yeah. Um, for our non non um, UK listeners, PCSOs are uh, can you well, can you put part time policemen really aren't they? Police community yeah. support officers to give them their full yes. title. Uh, they're like a backup to the to the real police. Um, yeah, you, you the camera shots behind him, and you do see like a glow in front. Now, everyone sort of was assuming the Doctor has to be there for it to happen. Because that the first, when the, the, the clockwork robot um, obviously got taken, the Doctor was there. When yeah. Gretchen got taken, the Doctor was sort of in the vicinity, wasn't he? Yeah. But this time he wasn't. But this time,
1: the, the other theory of that was that, that these were people that the Doctor had failed to save. And would have regrets about, or whatever.
0: But he doesn't know who this guy is. Doesn't,
1: doesn't even, yeah. At this yeah. point, you're, you're you're led to believe that he has no idea who this person is. No. So, that just makes this one a very odd one.
0: Unless there's some going to be some sort of flashback later on where he, um... where, where the, the Doctor sort of meets him. Because the PCSO does know he's sort of like, oh, are you from Coal Hill? When he sees those two lads playing with yeah. their, uh, their phones or computer games or whatever. So... He Obviously, sort of like patrols the area, so maybe the doctor does know him. Hmm. Don't know, but then he hasn't. Well, but there was no mention of it, mean, there was no mention of no. All the, the local PCSO's gone missing or you know anything no. like that. So, yeah, um, again, it's, it's a head scratcher. Now we've got another character there as well, um, Seb, played by Chris Addison,
1: yeah, who we'd been told was going to be in the later, the, the final couple of episodes. Well, yes, we? indeed, listed as cast. There, but hadn't expected him to
0: quite appear. now, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that's um, yeah, that's added a bit more mystery to it as well. And and he does confirm to the PCSO that oh, sorry, you you are dead, yeah. Then he's sort of like, Well, it could you know, we call it heaven or the promised land, or I like to call it the nether sphere, or he said that's my favorite, or something, well, yeah. something along those lines. But then he's then he was it the PCSO that he said, like, Oh my god. And then Seb says, as he sees Missy walk into the corridor. She's busy. She's busy. Yeah. So, mm, the mystery deepens. And it is the first
1: time we've gone back to that. Yes. Since a couple of episodes. Although, as you say, it does feel that this one was a bit tacked on. Because they didn't want to kill anybody that was a, was a main character.
0: No. But again, I so, think, but again, I think that that sort of makes it more of a mystery because now it's someone who we assume at the moment is nothing to do with the Doctor. The
1: doctor. So why are people? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I <laughs> so I don't. say so I. I didn't want this to be in every single episode, and I'm glad no. it hasn't. And, um, no. but I, I think it's building the mystery up quite nicely at the moment, yeah. to be honest.
1: And, and the fact that that it isn't a case that episodes are being built around it. Mm. It is just an added to the episode. Yeah. You didn't need it. It didn't make any more sense of the episode you've watched or until, at all create anything in the episode you've just watched. So. Mm.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. No, I quite like that. Just no. keep building. It's yeah,
0: same here. About. Same here, mate. Same here. Um, now, but back to the. So should we should get back to the main plot again now, what?
1: shall we? <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as, as in as in the alien or well as in I, their relationship the, I suppose relationship you could say that in the their relationship character. because it, it, yeah. this is a real a, character is
0: plot. it is a real character driven um episode this one and actually i i suppose you could say looking at Danny Pink uh who's it was a soldier now math's teacher i don't know if they're trying to draw some sort of parallels between him and the brigadier who be, who became who left the army and became a math's teacher yeah I don't know what if what they're trying to do there, which which makes the Doctor's reaction to being a soldier and he can't believe that he's a maths teacher all the more puzzling. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this whole thing with the Doctor and he's all of a sudden very anti-soldier. Don't know. And, and the fact that he doesn't recognise him. Yeah. On notice that
1: there's a a similarity. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But unless that's on purpose. Unless he knows something, he's not letting on.
1: Well, to a certain extent, but then you'd have thought he'd have then mentioned it or there would have been a bit more reactions to him mm. being mm. Clara's boyfriend. I mean, I yeah. quite like the fact, I mean, I, I, you, we sort of saw the clip, didn't we, of the trailer where you had the person sitting there in the, the floppy hair and bow tie. Yeah. And just people were saying, oh, is that just, you know, some sort of coincidence, but I did quite like the way they just sort of put that in, but without really drawing too much of Thing to it just the fact that he thought that was her boyfriend and thought that she'd obviously gone for him because she was looking for his old her his, his old, old self. self
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I, did, I did quite like that um i I I'd assume it would get some of the uh some of the the viewers who or fans who don't like the soap opera aspect and the you know the, the companion being in love with the doctor uh, i just think like the fact that the it was quite an, uh, an, an arrogant thing of the doctor to <laughs> yeah to to think really wasn't it yeah but actually it's so, narcissistic, but but at, but at least yeah, but at least
1: he was then happy because he you know that she was uh had found somebody else, and even if it was you know it was somebody as a replacement for him, sort of thing, it was just
0: yeah yeah no I, I, yeah, I did like it also i mean um I thought uh Samuel Anderson was excellent again uh this week as well, I really think he he, he was he was brilliant um. I just one thing I thought was really cheesy uh was the bit at the end when he does that somersault over the top of the yeah over the blitz up thing that I think that was if that was one thing that really sort of did make it really cheesy that was it yeah yeah
1: he, he he didn't need to do the somersault did he he could have just distracted him and dived out the way or
0: yeah just to give the a- doctor enough time to yeah, program what what was missing from that that command line. So uh, yeah, 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 it did. Yeah,
1: to do the whole yeah vaulting over the thing was yeah. a bit
0: mm. didn't really need that, no. especially that kind of leap without some sort of springboard as well was was uh sort of gravity defying really wasn't it? So... <laughs> I mean, they actually they've obviously this episode's a
1: bit late, aren't it? Cause they could have had their tumble time, couldn't they? <laughs> 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 if
0: they could have got this episode out earlier. I think it's one thing that the doctor doesn't need is a tumble tie actually. <laughs> I bet anyone concerned with tumble should be tied up <laughs> <laughs> or blitzed or blitzed, <laughs> yes indeed <laughs> problem solution destroy <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh dear, no, no that was. No, that, that was that was particularly cheesy, but uh, no, I, you know, I, I I liked all the interaction between the three of them this week. I thought it was it was really good. Um, it was another one really where the Doctor took a back seat again to Clara, yeah, um, which but, but sort of know, had
1: to, didn't it? Had didn't to because yeah. she, she's now the, she was the central character of this story, really. She was caught between the two, And I did I did like the um, the reaction to, to, to him saying that he was his dad. Yeah, she, he was the dad, and it was like Not just oh, the same
0: age. Space dad as well. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and even to the fact that when when she's trying to bluff it away and said about the play, it was a sp- play. Just the look of Capaldi up to
0: them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you
1: produced there, which just
0: absolutely like I thought the um, the other the, the other good thing um, in that particular scene as well when she sort of says that um, that she loves Danny. He says, oh, oh, is, "Is this part of the play?" Yeah. So It's <laughs> part of the surprise play.
1: play. <laughs> if, yeah, 'Cause you'd had Danny saying, How stupid do you think I am to believe there's a play? Yeah. Oh, is <laughs> this part of the play?
0: Um I was gonna say, um sort of coming back to that when sort of Danny re- sort of finds out what exactly what's going on, um, I like the fact that he saw uh the scuba splits have been taken off into another you know, the time pools that got taken away. Um, I like the fact that they they got the whole thing about him believing or trying to convince him of aliens, yeah, as well as trying to convince him about the TARDIS and and all that. It was all done at the same time, more or less, yeah. And I, and I just I quite like the fact way that was done.
1: After they'd shown him the inside of the TARDIS, Clara had to lead him away, telling him to take steps because he was obviously so shaken. Yeah, I thought it was actually good as well. It wasn't just like you know that. Oh, okay. Which you soon tend to get with people going into the
0: Yes. You the suddenly I yeah. I
1: I've I got to see the TARDIS or encounter an alien that five minutes later they're absolutely fine and
0: yeah, the set, as if that,
1: nothing's happened. But I did yeah. like
0: the fact that yeah,
1: she had to lead him away and he was obviously shaken.
0: Now I like no, I did like that. That was good. Um and obviously the um the other character in this was Courtney Woods. Who sort of knows what the doctor is and she and she's now got her first trip in the TARDIS and was sick. Yeah. <laughs> Which again we've never seen before.
1: No. Mm. And, and just and just the there's been a bit of spillage.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. I did like that. Um there were lots of sort of other um sort of little I mean, having
1: said that though, we do get the having said that about people who see the inside of the TARDIS and are fine, doesn't not doesn't affect them at all. We did have that with Courtney Woods though, didn't we? <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah, she's sort of like, oh, cool. But then when she went for her first trip, she was sick. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did like that. Um, what do you think of the, the Courtney Woods character? Because I, I had, um again, slightly sort of anxious about this. Were we going to get another uh, char- character similar to uh, Series 7 in Nightmare in Silver? Yeah. Um, You know, with the I hate you. Which, ugh, a shudder to think about that episode, to be honest, but...
1: I mean, we may still get that. We might do. At this point, she's just, you know, loud, isn't she? So she's loud. See.
0: But she wasn't, uh, how can I put it, she wasn't cocky once she was in the TARDIS. So once she sort of realised yeah. what, what the TARDIS was, she saw the inside, she wasn't mouthing off or anything, was she? No. And it does seem the Doctor's sort of quiet, how can I put it, sort of her. Sort of to a certain degree, yeah. So already, and already sort of like saying, you know, um, I might have a vacancy soon. Yeah, I did like that quite. Yeah,
1: <laughs> not yet, but I might have a vacancy, vacancy. soon.
0: Yeah, I did like that. Uh, I also like the fact when he introduced himself as John Smith, um, but immediately the, the pretense was gone. They just sort of like, sort of like, you know, said, I mean, but I'm usually known as the Doctor yeah and winked at clara uh i'd I'd like the fact he wasn't sort of trying even attempting to be undercover, was he because just... <laughs> oh, yeah. the fact of when she said about just put a different coat on I yeah saw through that <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was like he was
1: surprised that she recognized him
0: I know, i know it was um i i just i just really liked it i thought the dialogue was really really good yeah, and i was um how could I put it without sounding patronising and condescending to Gareth Roberts, i was pleasantly surprised i mean the fact is that they they've kept a nice little
1: run of episodes going that are all slightly different and are giving you all a bit different yes. stuff yes
0: yeah definitely i think um okay i wasn't over keen on last week's but as i said i didn't uh, i didn't dislike it yeah. I, d- I just wasn't over over it didn't really capture me it didn't capture my imagination uh, as previous yeah. episodes have uh, but i will go along with what a lot of people have been saying, as that this has been the strongest series of Doctor Who we've had in a long, long yeah. time. I know we're at the halfway point, and it could go downhill from next week, but I, I doubt it. I do doubt it. I think this has been uh, a really, really strong series so far. I really do.
1: Yeah. My biggest problem with watching this one on the first broadcast mm. was the fact of the Invisibility Watch. And from the moment... That appeared. I found myself then spent the next 20 minutes looking up Ben Murphy on <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because... Because I had to text you. I texted immediately.
0: I the Gemini man. Yes. <laughs> now, um, actually, actually now that's, to, that's obscure.
1: Because <laughs> I actually then thought to myself, oh, God. I, I thought he was Jones, but I thought, oh, if he was actually the alias Smith, this could have been the Ben Murphy tribute episode, couldn't it? <laughs> Gemini Man and, and, and the Doctor uh, as alias, alias Smith. And
0: Jones, yes, but uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't to be, was it? It wasn't oh. to be. No, Pete Jewell was Smith, wasn't he? So <laughs> now, for those who don't know, the Gemini Man was lasted, it was a, a one-series last. show, wasn't it? <laughs> lasted may not be the words he used. No, there. it, it, it lasted, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It existed, it's it existed for it one is. series, um, I'm not even sure if it got uh, cancelled midway through or just not renewed, I've got absolutely no idea, but uh, yeah, it starred Ben Murphy and basically um, he was a guy who, it wasn't even a space mission, it was a, a deep sea diving accident, wasn't it, or something? Yeah. <laughs> and he got...
1: Um... And he could turn invisible, he wasn't actually... When... Wasn't actually the watch that turned him invisible, was it? He could only be invisible for a certain amount of time before his molecules would
0: have stayed that way. Yes. So he always had to make sure that this watch was... kept kept him kept his molecules stable, didn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. But but he had to then obviously he could only be that for a set time, which he had to keep an eye on. Yeah, and if it got to close to that time, then he had to make himself
0: visible again. And of course, in the seventies, digital watches, it, yeah, it, it really was the future, wasn't it? So, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yes, it and, and the
1: fact that it was that sort of watch as well. I I, I just don't know whether that was an intentional. Note well,
0: um, for that. I, I must I must add though, um if you want to see anything to do with the Gemini Man, look up on YouTube um Riding with Death, which was an episode of Mister Science Theater 3000, and Riding with Death was basically a feature film cobbled together by two episodes of the Gemini Man. Yeah. And they're not cobbled together very well, are they? Oh. Because in in between two episodes, one of of the actors grows a (laughs) moustache.
1: To be fair to them, any episode wasn't cobbled together that
0: way. So So putting two together was never going to work. I just remember from that now, who are those turkeys? (laughs) Oh, God. It's awful. But it made for a great episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's one of my favourites. So I I do recommend look that up rather than the Gemini Man itself. (laughs) Um, but actually, one thing um, it just occurred to me this afternoon because I watched it again. Uh, and that's one of the things. Actually, before I move on to the little reference, I think I noticed there. I was sort of dreading watching it a second time because I did enjoy it on the first viewing, and then I thought, oh, okay, I'll watch it this afternoon with my reviewing head on, and I didn't find anything I particularly disliked. No, to be honest, I just enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was it was a really. Um, Entertaining episodes that was. It didn't rely heavily on the villain of the week. It was a character-driven story, and I thought it was all the better for it. I really did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the the, the
1: villain of the well, the villain of the week was, as we said, was very incidental.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, you, you could you could argue in that as actually that was the weakest part of this story. Yes, was that, and the fact that you've got you've got this dangerous creature, yeah, robot, whatever. Yeah that's hiding out in an abandoned building. Mm. So what's the safest way to deal with it? Yes, I'll lure it into a school. school. Yeah. Um, Seems to me, why didn't he just go well, I was and plant uh, the stuff in the abandoned building?
0: Well, the, the, there's, the, there's the other thing to that as well, is that surely the <laughs> that the backup plan he had to put into place was the easiest one to do, so surely that it would have been the first thing to have he should have thought of. Yeah,
1: and, and obviously the safest. Yes. Because... All right, fair enough. If I'm going to pick holes in it, that would be it, really. It was unsafe yeah. because it only put it into the future, what they thought was going to be three days, would turned out to be a day. Yeah. But how did you know it was going to be any more safer putting it into the future that
0: much? Yes, indeed. Well, so many billion <laughs> years like, or okay, something. okay, so well,
1: never mind. I, I won't be around when it comes back. Exactly. <laughs> With a <the> magnitude.
0: <laughs> Someone else's problem, I don't care.
1: <laughs> it was, wasn't it? <laughs> That's exactly what it was. And it wasn't. And then he has a gun at Danny because it's made it his problem still. Because he, he
0: bollocks it up for him. Yeah. So. <laughs> now, actually, before I forget, the um, the reference to, to when the. Well, actually, speaking of the doctor's first plan, uh, when he goes into the, the abandoned building with his invisibility watch and he sees the Scovot's Blix there and he says, OK, let's dance, and then runs away. Uh, that's, I think, I know it is a line from Predator 2. Right. Again, which has got an invisible uh, alien in it. Now, okay, the Doctor's the invisible alien in, in this, ca- this case, but um, it's something that, that, that the Predator copies from uh, Bill Paxton's character in it, because he, before he, he takes on the Predator, he says, okay, let's dance. And the Predator says it later on as well. So um, I don't know if that was a deliberate nod to Predator 2, but I'll, I'll, I'll claim it as that anyway, so... You haven't seen Predator 2, have you? I have, yeah. You have seen it. Oh right, okay. okay. Surprisingly. Crikey, this is a first. <laughs> Something other than Doctor Who
1: on these pro <laughs> so, so far now we know we know my watching experience is Doctor Who, the okay. Gemini Man and Predator, Predator Two. 2. <laughs> is, is there other is there other films and telly out there? I don't know. I don't know, mate. Do you know It's gonna be I... a whole
0: new world for me? <laughs> Do you know what? I was glad I was sitting down then. <laughs> Oh dear. So Gareth Roberts have pleasantly surprised me this weekend and now so have you. <laughs> That's two of you. My God, this weekend just keeps on giving. <laughs> oh, Crikey. Uh yes, so they are. Yeah, I I would say I I don't really wanna I mean okay, we just mentioned the few the few things I could sort of nitpick there. A was the doctor's A A and B plan there. uh, Yeah, Yeah,
1: uh, actually, if you took the alien bit out of this, I actually think it's probably an even more enjoyable story than it is with the alien in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I suppose there is a, you know, they had to have a reason for the Doctor to sort of uh, unveil his identity in front of Danny. Uh, But the one thing I did like um, about the Doctor this week, he is being fairly paternal towards Clara. Yeah. Isn't he? And I like that line he said, Well you've when she takes Danny off after obviously after say you walked she walked him down the steps, he was a bit like, a bit shaken. Um and so when you and when you come back you can finish the job. Yeah. I said what do you mean? Well you've told me uh, you've told him about me now you need to tell me about him. Yeah. Um and I like that. I like it it was like an overly protective father.
1: And that's really. that
0: yeah. But that's... but that's the relationship it needs to be, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Would you say there was, that was bits, the right thing to do? There was or? bits when he was.
1: He actually thought it was the. Was it Adrian, Adrian? The other one. Yeah. Yeah. And you're seeing him going around. You sort of almost got the sort of first Doctor and Susan in The Dalek Invasion of Earth.
0: Yes. There was a bit of a parallel to that, really, wasn't
1: there? Yeah. And just how he, you know, sort of. You, you saw him, the, the odd smile when he realised what was going on.
0: Yeah. Yes, you're right. That sort was a little smile of approval, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just in this case, he got the wrong person.
0: <laughs> well, there was some... Um, it made sense why he did get confused, though. Yeah. You know, I like the way that was explained. There was sort of parallels between um, sort of Danny and Adrian. I can't remember what the exact parallel was now, but I remember watching it and thinking, oh, yeah, oh, he, yeah there's, that's... No, there was nothing sort of tenuous there for him to m- mistake the pair of them, was there? Did, did, you, did you... Oh, yeah. Have you... Have you
1: Yes, yeah, Clara says about have you got the record have you recognised him? Yes. Yeah. And, and he said does he remind you of a, a certain of a time dashing, a certain, dashing certain time, time traveller. Traveler, that was young it.
0: time traveller. Yes. Yeah, so there you go. So that was the uh that yeah that was, I completely went out of my mind as soon as I talked about it. I I hate yeah. doing that, so sort of not <laughs> coming up with the whole reason why I thought there was a it was uh you Which know, is quite a good yeah,
1: which yeah. a good way doing it.
0: Yeah, no, I liked that. I thought it was. I thought it was really well written. I really did think yeah. it was. I really did. I'll I was,
1: say, It did make me laugh in places.
0: Yeah, yes. and for the right reasons as well. Yeah. You know, but, um, but again, I think that the the, the comedy wasn't overdone this time. Uh, I think the okay, the scuffle splits. So I don't think will be a, a you know a particularly. So well, I gonna say well remembered, but so I don't think it'll be one of the classic villains. But I think I know you watched the sales. At yeah, watch, yeah, watch the sales at Christmas. Yeah, I, th- I thought it, it was an okay thing. That it was, it did its job, really, didn't it? Yeah. They just wanted yeah. the, it was it was the MacGuffin of the week, wasn't it? They just needed yeah. a MacGuffin there, and you know, and that and that and, and it played its role well. I think you know, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm glad after last week. Well, I was a little bit iffy, and I thought we're we going to get. To, am I personally going to have two iffy? Episodes on the bounce, and I, I was really surprised that it wasn't. No, no,
1: yeah, it, yeah. it worked as an episode. Slightly.
0: Yeah, it certainly did. It certainly Just did.
1: Not necessarily the best science fiction episode. You've no, it
0: wasn't. It wasn't. But then again, I, I, the, I don't think the sci fi was what it was all about this week, was it?
1: But it was interesting that this, other, other than as we said, the hand incident. Yes, Um this is probably the episode that would have been a funny episode. Light episode, and it's the one that's gone out latest.
0: Yes, or well, the first one's go out because all the rest are going to yeah. be out 8.30 uh, as yeah. well. Um,
1: you could see this. This was an uh, early Saturday evening episode. It wasn't was it? actually,
0: yeah. Uh, apart from maybe the the charred remains of the yeah, people, which, which, which we're assuming yeah. are the charred yeah. remains yeah. of the PCSO. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, so are we are we done with this one? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think so. Okay. Now uh, next week it looks like we're back. Well, definitely looks like we're back to a dark and scary episode with Kill the Moon. Uh, for those of you who saw the Graham Norton show on Friday night, because Peter Capaldi was a guest on there. Uh, strange enough, they didn't show a clip from The Caretaker. They showed a clip from Kill the Moon.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, Obviously, yes. trying to
1: keep it relevant for the, <laughs> the repeat episode next week.
0: <laughs> obviously, obviously. And, uh, yes, it does look particularly scary. And if those oh, of you saw at it least, you'll know why. Or at so
1: least for you anyway.
0: <laughs> it will be for me and I'm saying no more cuz I, I tweeted um in reply to someone else on Twitter and I sort of immediately thought damn that could be construed as a bit of a spoiler so I immediately deleted it. Hmm. Yeah, so uh yes. It looks like a scary one folks. And if you looked at the trailer um played out um at the end of uh, the caretaker you'll see why in the closing shot. So, <laughs> yeah. And that's been good, because they have sort of... Again, it's, it's a change of pace again. It is. Yeah, I like the way they're sort of mixing them up a little bit. Yeah. really, I really do. I, I mean, I am uh, sort of... Uh, okay, I wasn't overly struck on last week's one, but I'm still very, very much enjoying the hell out of this series so far. I really am. Really am. And I'm really pleased to say that. Yeah. So... Uh, that's it then that is it so we'll be back next week then with our review of Kill the Moon so until then it is goodbye from me Phil and goodbye from me Paul goodbye